0: Story number 31 of The Toys of Peace. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Maggie Smallwood. The Toys of Peace, short stories by Saki. The Purple of the Balkan Kings Lutpold Wolkenstein, financier and diplomat on a small, obtrusive, self-important scale, sat in his favoured café in the world-wise Habsburg capital, confronted with the Neuer Freier Presser and the cup of cream-topped coffee and attendant glass of water that a sleek-headed piccolo had just brought him. For years longer than a dog's lifetime, sleek-headed Piccolos had placed the Neuer oppressor Presser and a cup of cream-topped coffee on his table. For years, he had sat at the same spot under the dust-coated stuffed eagle that had once been a living, soaring bird on the Styrian Mountains, and was now made monstrous and symbolical, with a second head grafted onto its neck and a gilt crown planted on either dusty skull today Lutpold wolkenstein read no more than the first article in his paper but read it again and again the turkish fortress of kirkillese has fallen the serbs it is officially announced have taken kumanovo the fortress of kirkillese lost kumanovo taken by the serbs these are tidings for constantinople resembling something out of shakespeare's tragedies of the kings The neighbourhood of Adrianople and the eastern region, where the great battle is now in progress, will not reveal merely the future of Turkey, but also what position and what influence the Balkan states are to have in the world. For years longer than a dog's lifetime, Luitpold von had disposed of the pretensions and strivings of the Balkan states over the cup of cream-topped coffee that sleek-headed Piccolos had brought him never travelling further eastward than the horse fare at Temesvar, never inviting personal risk in an encounter with anything more potentially desperate than a hare or partridge, he had constituted himself the critical appraiser and arbiter of the military and national prowess of the small countries that fringed the dual monarchy on its Danube border. And his judgment had been one of unsparing contempt for small-scale efforts, of unquestioning respect for the big battalions and full purses. Over the whole scene of the Balkan territories and their troubled histories had loomed the commanding magic of the words, the great powers, even more imposing in their Teutonic rendering, die Grossmechter worshipping power and force and money mastery as an elderly nerve-ridden woman might worship youthful physical energy the comfortable plump-bodied cafe oracle had jested and gibed at the ambitions of the balkan kinglets and their peoples had unloosed against them that battery of strange lip sounds that a viennese employs almost as an auxiliary language to express the thoughts and his thoughts are not complimentary. British travellers had visited the Balkan lands and reported high things of the Bulgarians and their future. Russian officers had taken peeps at their army and confessed, This is a thing to be reckoned with. It is not we who have created it, they have done it by themselves. But over his cups of coffee and his hour long games of dominoes, the oracle had laughed. And wagged his head and distilled the worldly wisdom of his castle. The Grossmachte had not succeeded in stifling the role of the war drum. That was true. The big battalions of the Ottoman Empire would have to do some talking, and then the big purses and big threatenings of the powers would speak, and the last word would be with them. In imagination. Luitpold heard the onward tramp of the red-fezzed bayonet-bearers echoing through the Balkan passes. Saw the little sheepskin-clad mannequins driven back to their villages. Saw the augustly chiding spokesman of the powers dictating, adjusting, restoring, settling things once again in their allotted places. Sweeping up the dust of conflict. And now his ears had to listen to the war-drum rolling in quite another direction had to listen to the tramp of battalions that were bigger and bolder and better skilled in warcraft than he had deemed possible in that quarter his eyes had to read in the columns of his accustomed newspaper a warning to the grossmachter that they had something new to learn something new to reckon with much that was time-honoured to relinquish. The great powers will have not little difficulty in persuading the Balkan states of the inviolability of the principle that Europe cannot permit any fresh partition of territory in the East without her approval. Even now, while the campaign is still undecided, there are rumors of a project of fiscal unity extending over the entire Balkan lands, and further, of a constitutional union, in imitation of the German Empire. That is perhaps only a political straw blown in by the storm, but it is not possible to dismiss the reflection that the Balkan states, leagued together, command a military strength with which the great powers will have to reckon the people who have poured out their blood on the battlefields and sacrificed the available armed men of an entire generation in order to encompass a union with their kinsfolk will not remain any longer in an attitude of dependence on the great powers or on russia but will go their own ways the blood that has been poured forth today gives for the first time a genuine tone to the purple of the balkan kings the great powers cannot overlook the fact that a people that has tasted victory will not let itself be driven back again within its former limits turkey has lost to-day not only kirkillese and kumanovo but macedonia also Luitpold wolkenstein drank his coffee but the flavour had somehow gone out of it his world his pompous imposing dictating world had suddenly rolled up into narrower dimensions the big purses and the big threats had been pushed unceremoniously to one side a force that he could not fathom could not comprehend had made itself rudely felt the august caesars of mammon and the armament had looked down frowningly on the combat and those about to die had not saluted had no intention of saluting. A lesson was being imposed on unwilling learners, a lesson of respect for certain fundamental principles, and it was not the small struggling states who were being taught the lesson. Look, Wolkenstein did not wait for the quorum of domino players to arrive. They would all have read the article in the Friar Presser, and there are moments when an oracle finds its greatest salvation in withdrawing itself from the area of human questioning End of the purple of the balkan kings